Welcome to Pure Connect Podcast with Dr. Geshem Sikala, a celebrity mentor and prince. He is a businessman, humanitarian, author, speaker, television host, media personality, pastor to the stars, and global goodwill peace ambassador. Here, Dr. Geshem will help you understand true success and prosperity, maximize your true potential, experience God's presence, deepen your relationship with God, and learn to walk with God. Before he begins, would like to say how grateful we are for your support, which is helping us have great impact around the world. Will you help us to have even greater impact by continuing to give? And together with God's help, we will continue to share Christ's love, healing, and hope in this troubled world. Now, here is Dr. Geshom. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Raise up your right hand. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We ask you to change the schedules of people tomorrow and Sunday. And we thank you that they will not miss any blessing, any miracle, any healing, any salvation, any blessing. We thank you, Father, because you are here. You are here, God. You are here, God. You are here, God. Your glory is here in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. I, I, I just want to spend some time in the word, but I'm not going to take too long. God, have mercy on me not to take too long. But at the same time, I felt the healing and the miraculous anointing. So if you have any complication in your body, congratulations, you came to the right meeting because you'll be healed. You walk out of this place healed. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to talk about Lord, let me know your ways. Lord, let me know your ways. How many people you want to know the ways of God? I believe that we're living in the time. It's a glorious time, but it's also a dangerous time. That we need the will of God more than anything in this world. And we need to know the ways of God like never before. We are in a times that when you read in the Bible, before it was not making sense. When the Bible says, in the last days, men will be lovers of themselves and many will turn away from the truth. During that time when I was a little kid, everybody was after the truth. But now, not so many people want the truth. The word of God. And I don't even know if people understand between charisma, hyper, and the presence and the power of God. The difference. I don't even know if people know that. There is a true power and the true presence of God. More than just hyper and charisma. There is a true glory. There have been an ink about that has taken place on the church today. We need to cry out for the retain of the glory of God. And the glory of God cannot retain until we come to that place of crying out for his will. Crying out to know his ways. How many of you have 
dreams and you have, you have your calendar there. You're scheduling your schedule for the year. How many of you have said, Lord, I want to know your ways for this year? How many of you are saying, God, what do you want me to do in this year? Or you're just making up your own schedule. It's okay. He has given you a free will. But in the beginning of the mind, in the beginning of the year, you must divorce your mind and marry God's mind. Because every plan that you have, there is an enemy opposing it. There, is, there are forces that want to take you down. There are, there are resistance in the realm of the spirit that want to take you down and destroy you. I remember when, when I, some of you is going is, is, is to freak you out. I'm going to use this word because Chris is okay with it. <laughs> Pastor Chris is okay with it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to scare you. Let me use my words. Anyway, he doesn't use any bad words, so you know. He's, he's a, he speaks everything clean. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got saved when I was all young. And the one thing I learned in the scripture is that let your words that comes from your mouth come with grace and thought. So that the, the, the third party who is listening to you may be blessed. Some always Sometimes I've been blamed for being nice and for saying nice things because I don't know who is listening next door. And, and the Bible talks about, you know, uh, keeping your mouth clean, especially if you flow in the prophetic. You cannot use your mouth on swearing and at the same time use it for prophesying. It doesn't work that way. You must understand the power of the words that you have. You're a sword. You can cut things. You, are, you, you, you prophesy, a believer, you speak life. I'm not going to spend so much time because I, I, I had time with some amazing preachers. After, after the service, they were just using words like, oh my God, are they saved? <laughs> I got scared. I said, oh my God, are they saved? But they're saved, but their mouth are not saved. So, no wonder their prayers do not have authority. Because you see, when you understand the power of the tongue, you will respect it. You have to understand that your tongue is connected to your inheritance in the realm of the spirit. Your tongue is such a powerful, that's why. Most people misuse the tongue. The Lord had to bring the baptism of tongues. Because if you knew how to use English properly or Spanish or whatever language, you do not need spiritual tongues. But because you misuse it, God gives you another language that is so perfect that you cannot abuse it. We can speak properly because there is a protocol in the realm of the spirit when you speak to God. Otherwise, God can kill you using your tongue. So he saves you by giving you a new prayer. I don't want to scare you. I don't know about you, but when I ask certain things, I do feel the power of God in my body. Sometimes my body will start even vibrating. It's such a glorious time. But sometimes I would ask for more. And then I hear the Holy Spirit said, it's, you are not ready for that. It may mean death if you are not changing this. So change this, then I will visit you said, okay, I don't want to tell you my private time with the Lord. There are levels 
in the glory that you cannot go not until you change the way you do things. That's why every day in the beginning of the year, you always have to ask for the Holy Spirit to change you. When he changes you, he takes you to another level. You can't change yourself. Yes, you can stop habits. You can stop all different things. You can come up with all kinds of principles, but those do not work. When it comes to the true change, it comes by the place of yielding yourself. When you give yourself to God, we use the word surrender. When you, you, when you surrender, God takes over and begins to uh, align you himself. He begins to, to, to fix you himself. He begins to to bring you into his glory because you cannot go into his glory it has to bring you. There is a glory that we can all go in. But there are higher dimensions of God's glory that he himself, he has to take us into that place. There are things that we will never understand in the realm of the spirit because we're still in the physical. There are times I've got questions like why in 2020... Christian did not have power to stop certain things that are going on. I have questions like that. I don't want to hide with God. I'm naked before God. I say, God, I have these issues. We are saying you have all power, all glory. What's going on? I'm just a child. Help me, God. Then in the sleep, an angel appears. Whoo, scary. <laughs> I got scared. And the first thing I was conscious of is a demon. <laughs> That's what we're all cautious. Most of the time we are cautious of demons more than God. Can you imagine? How many of you sense fear first rather than sensing God's presence? So first, I sensed the thought to an angel as a demon. Then I realized it wasn't because it was speaking to me the word of God. And an angel said to me, coming to that question that has been bothering you and worrying you, there are forces of darkness that want to stop the gospel. They, you are constantly under attack in the realm of the spirit to stop you to be effective in my walk, to stop the church to become powerful. And that's why God assigned angels to help. Otherwise, we may not need angels if we don't have an enemy. We need angels so you can sleep, so the enemy can fight. We have no idea how many enemies want to stop this meeting, but you made it because angels were working on your behalf. And other people are still battling, but, we, but God, through his spirit, is going to visit more homes. But, but that was just my personal experience. I can't put it doctrine because it's my personal experience. Your experiences cannot be put as a doctrine. Remember this. Your experience are not your doctrine or God's doctrine. Do not build your ministry, your own experience. Build it on the word of God. Even if an angel appears to you, tells you something that is contrary to this word, no matter how powerful, how glorious that angel, refuse it. Refuse it. Because this word is the word. But that angel that's visited... Knows that I know the word spoke everything according to the word. But it was also concerning this year. And it's also concerning ministers all over the world. That there is so much help released. There's no need for you to be afraid. Did you hear what I'm saying? There is enough protection. There is enough 
help in the realm of the spirit. There is enough defense. There is enough security in the realm of the spirit. Don't compromise preaching the gospel. You are protected. You have legions of angels with you. Preach the way God tells it. The way it is. Fear not. For God has released 12 legions of angels. When I got that revelation, I became a little bit bolder. Very bold, more and more. Because when you experience that, it changes you. And things have really changed since, since I had that experience. Certain things, I've been just talking to them and it would work. Really, I would talk to something. Like this, it's going to happen. I talked to someone on the phone. I said, that tumor needs to disappear. And immediately the tumor disappeared on the phone. Weird life, right? I welcome you into that. It's good. You just have to speak. Dr. Gesham will continue with that word in just a moment. Kindly note that you can continue to discover God's powerful truth and much more in Dr. Gesham's other resources, which include his new book, Delete the Offense, which you can get on Amazon and Audible. Now, let's get back to Dr. Gesham as he continues with today's word. Jesus used his mouth to speak to the tree. And the tree listened. You will speak to things this year and they will listen. They will listen. Why? Because you're not on your own. But you have to come to that place of desiring the ways of God more than power. More than miracles. The, the secret to the miraculous life is not desiring miracles. The secret to the supernatural life is not desiring any miracles or healings. It's desiring of knowing him and knowing his heart for you. There is a general calling for everyone. Go and preach the gospel. But what is your calling? Sometimes calling valley by time by season. Maybe God has changed your season. You're still in an old season because you choose not to hear his voice. We need to come into that uh, grace of the, like, like the children of Issachar that knew the timing. In other ways, there are people who did not know the timing. You can be saved, but you don't know the time you're in. You can be saved, but you're out of time. But when you align yourself into God's way, you become into God's time. And when you're in God's time, nothing can say no to you because it's on time. Why is it the scripture says his promises are yes and amen. Sometimes they seem to be no because it's a long time. It's a long season. When it is in the right time, in the right season, his promises are yes and amen. I want you this year to walk in amen. Did you understand? You have to walk in the amen anointing. Where everything is done. Let's go. Exodus chapter 33. Let's talk about Moses. Moses is very interesting. I've been blessed to experience the supernatural. But I'm the one who also preaches against the supernatural. How weird is that? Because I'm trying to protect. The devil is more supernatural than you think. I want you to be grounded and looted into the word. So that when you experience the supernatural... Let me tell you something. If the devil tries to trick you in the dream 
and vision, but you are full with the word of God and full with the Holy Ghost, you will recognize him as second. But if you are empty, you think it's God and you get deceived. It's where the truth, the devil plants a lie in a truth. A lie in a truth. You follow the truth, but it's not a truth. It's a lie. It's planted in the truth. And you cannot distinguish it. But when you're full with the word of God and full with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit gives you discernment. You know what type of the spirit is at work. The Holy Spirit gives you that, the spirit of knowing, the spirit of understanding. It's very powerful. Each one of you as a child of God, you are entitled to walk in the spirit of knowing, a spirit of perception, to perceive something. Jesus perceived that these were men of God. Jesus perceived, not these were men of God. Jesus perceived that the, what was in the hearts of the Pharisees. That's the right scripture. I know there are Bible scholars here, so I need to be careful. So Exodus chapter 33 verse 13. I'm telling you that worship was so anointed and I'm still whew, enjoying that. So it says, Now therefore I pray you that if I found favor in your sight, let me know your ways. Underline that. This is not my Bible. I would have underlined it. But if it's your Bible, underline it. Let me know your ways. That I may know you. This is Moses says, let me know your ways so I can know you. In other words, it says, I want to know how you think. So I can relate with you better every day. How many of you, you woke up in, you woke up in the morning and asked God, I want to know your mind. So I can put, I can relate with my mind to your mind. This is how I pray. It's, it's possible that your mind can be used as a storage for the wisdom of God. When you allow it. You, God can use your mind as a gift to also bless others. Of course, you have heard the common, a common saying, an idle mind is used by the devil. It's true. But I'll never keep my mind idle. It will always be loaded with God's word. It will always be available for God's use. Your mind is such a powerful gift. So Moses was saying, I want to know what is in your mind. So I can know you. You have to understand that God's heart for you is to get to know him. God does not impose his will because he knows you, he created you. But he chooses to humble himself on a human level. So you can relate and start knowing each other. There is something between Adam and Jesus. The reason why Adam actually messed up is because... He, doesn't, he did not understand his kids, what they went through. Because he's a, he was a grown-up man, all wise. That's it. He never became a baby. He never looked up to his mom or dad. He doesn't even know how to be fed. He just woke up all wise. He sees the animals. He says, oh, you are all mine. You are a lion. You are this and this and this. All wise. But Jesus is more relatable to us than the first Adam. He's the second Adam. Because Jesus, he was born just like you and me. He had the father and the mother. He had to depend and look up for the needs. And that's why we should put our trust in Jesus because he knows you better and he relates with you better. He was born just like you. 
The only difference is that he never carried this, the seed of sin. Because the seed is always with a man. And the curse is always in the seed. Mary just carried the seed. There was no connection. So it was pure seed. It was that pure seed that relates to you and me. That today we can understand Jesus. So don't think like God is so far away from you. He wants to get closer with you. He wants to have that intimacy with you. But he just have to ask him, Lord, I want to know your ways. And he will show you in dreams or in vision. Or he'll talk to you in your mind. Or he'll talk to you through the word. Or he'll talk to you through Pastor Chris or Carrie. He'll talk, he'll choose, he'll speak to you. But are you listening? Because you are so far away. You are so lapped up in your own flesh. You are also lapped up in all these things. The cobwebs of this world. Allow the power of the Holy Spirit. Because Jesus said, when he comes, he will guide you. And show you the way. The Holy Spirit is the leader in you. Who will lead your life throughout this year. To make you a successful. You have to understand that we're living in such a time where God is pouring his spirit upon his people. God has not bowed or has not changed his word based on his and the, and the current circumstances or what is going on. The Bible says he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He has never changed. Men have changed. Science has changed. Statements have changed. Even genders have changed. But Jesus is still the same yesterday, today, and forever. He has not changed. You can trust him. Economies may change, but he never changes. But you have to come to that place to ask yourself, do you want God in your life? Or you want games? Or you want religion? Do you want God in your life? The Holy Spirit spoke to me the other day. said, do you know why the enemy does not want people to know who God is? Because once they know who God is, they will never fail again. Once they know who God is, they will walk in prosperity. Once they know who God is, they will walk in victory. They will never see another defeat in their life. But the only way to keep them in defeat is to think God is far away and to think the best is not the will of God, is the way of the world. But the truth is, everything that the enemy is after you is to prevent you from being a successful person, from being a prosperous, for being that man and that woman that can be happy and joyful. You, you, the battle is not about what about what you think? The battle is about your own destiny. The battle is about your own calling. The battle is about you. So he needs to take you to say no to the devil and say yes to God. And when God begins to work in your life, everything that the devil planted in your generation begins to change. You become the seed of prosperity. That word today is attacked, prosperity. You know why? The devil wants you to suffer. I was among the believers one time, Pastor Chris. I said, I heard somebody talking about God's prosperity. And somebody said, I hate the prosperity gospel. Then I said, hmm. At first, I, I almost agreed with a person because sometimes it doesn't make sense. 
Then the Holy Spirit rebuked me. Do not agree. The whole entire gospel is prosperity. To prosper your soul. To take you from death to life, internal life. To heal your body. What you grow on the ground to be green. To have a great harvest of your wheat, your plants. He says, the whole entire gospel is about prosperity. And the whole entire gospel of the devil of sin is about poverty, spiritual poverty and death. So there is another news and there is another news. What we call good news, we have made it bad news. The gospel is supposed to be good news, not a bad news. That's why you have to cry out this year, starting tonight, Lord, I want to know your ways for my life. Now, how does it look like when you begin to discover the ways of God? You activate heaven to begin to work with you. Once you join into God's will, God joins you into your affairs. Once you, you say yes to God, the angels become active to work for you. You're not just yourself. You are more than yourself. You have an army and servants working for you. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to support the ministry and stay up to date with new episodes.